0: What's up? What's up, bitches? We are back for another week. And if you knew how many times I've tried to record with Nate, you guys could literally make him my co-host. Like it's been a process. Yeah, so welcome.
1: I, yeah, thank you. Yeah, long time coming. This is third time's in charm. You know, uh, the podcast gods were in our favor the other times, but this time I think we gotta, we're going to have a banger on our hands. So I'm excited.
0: Me too. And for anybody who's like not already familiar, which most of you are, because I always talk about reality if you watch my podcast or listen to it. So Nate was on the most recent season of The Bachelorette. So with Gabby and Rachel. So it was like one of the first times that we've done like two Bachelorettes and you got to be on like a very interesting season.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting. This was, I think the, the kicker and the nuance of it kind of made me want to be in the show even more because I was like, okay, are they going to make the season exciting? Are they going to do something crazy? And I was like, I want to be part of something crazy to do. I mean, joining the show in itself is already pretty, you know, atypical for my life, which is, you know, very cut and dry. But if I'm going to do something, I want to, you know, go at it hundred percent and then get exposed to things that i haven't been exposed to before and then having no inklings i think past contestants kind of have an idea whenever they go in with one lead and just like one person they focus on but because there were so many different movie parts and then even like you know half the guys kind of being cut if there was just like a split down the middle it's easier to focus on your person so it was i was excited with the with the new the new break
0: So, like, when you were pitched the idea of going on the show, did you guys know right off the bat, like, yes, there's two women and who they are? Or was that not told to you until you're there?
1: No, I don't think anyone knew until, you know, the airing of uh, after the final rose. Even the leads didn't know from what we could tell. So that's why they had us uh, filming our reaction, because we genuinely thought it was just going to be one person. You know, we kind of had an inkling it was going to be between. Uh, Rachel or Gabby, because Susie and Clayton had, you know, their 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 own thing going on. So I was like, <laughs> be. Whenever they say they said both, I thought they were going to stagger it again. You know how they did Michelle and uh, and Katie season. So whenever they said they were going to do it at the same time, I was like, wait, how how's this going to work again? But yeah, I was surprised.
0: I'm so glad that they did it in retrospect. I forgot about Michelle and Katie's season. Yeah. And like, that was like quite a fucking season as well. Like that was like, um, I won't even really say what I thought about it, but like um, Ka- Katie was a very interesting bachelorette. Love Michelle. Like love Michelle. Katie was a very interesting gal to watch. Yeah. For me. I didn't get to watch all of
1: her <laughs> season. I started to, but I was just, I just had so much attrition after watching that James season and then watching, you know, Pete's season and then my buddy Dustin's season, I was like, I need a break from this for a while. So I missed those two, but I ended up watching Clayton's because I had an idea that I that I could potentially be dating one of the women. So for for them, I'm not too too um, well versed on what happened, but I can just imagine it was it was a mess, just like all the rest of the seasons would have been.
0: Is there something weird about watching someone who you could potentially? date someday like explore a relationship beforehand like is there is it something like is it, is it an interesting feeling to be like oh wow like i kind of know how they already act in a relationship so this is what i expect
1: yeah there's so much to it like no one unless you're just a very good like planner or a creeper or somebody that you want to slide in their dms you don't really get to see that and especially like seeing how they are with another person uh, you never get that, and then also being able to separate like the personification that you have of them because they're actual people, and you only get to see small snippet of who they are just when they're dating. But they have a lot more character to them. So I had like an idea of who I wanted, but I didn't want to get too attached to it, as if it was like this is who they actually are. Because then you're not coming in with that open of a mind, especially whenever you're like going in with two of them. You don't you don't, you genuinely don't know who you would. Um, be drawn to more until you're placed in that setting and then you're just like oh okay I feel led to go in this direction or oh like I see this which wasn't portrayed on the show but I've seeing this characteristic I'm resonating with it and I want to be this woman so there's a lot of different aspects to to that
0: totally and it's probably not that common for people to keep an open mind just because that is so hard to do you know what i mean like you it's so easy to kind of just like have an inkling for who you think you'd get along with and then you meet them and it's like yeah. well maybe never mind you know
1: yeah i would say the guys this season were way too open minded because they couldn't a lot of the guys couldn't even make a decision because they were like oh well i need to see if this person over here crossed these boxes Maybe Gabby has this. Let me get a couple more conversations with Rachel. And it's like, at the end of the day, you kind of have to just go with your gut. You really do, because you don't get that much time with them. So you have to lead off of those instincts and then pick. And that's why you saw like a lot of the people who did pick early on ended up faring better because they wanted more <clears throat> decisiveness in us so they could make the decision and not have it being two people decisive, trying to figure out their, their place in this big pool of guys
0: I as as you're like talking about that I can't help but think how odd it would feel to like fully go all in on someone and then have the realization as you get like down to the wire that like I'm going all in on one of two women and there's probably like five billion else out there do you know what I mean like it's such a like blinders on situation and of course they are great people but then it's like wow, I'm kind of like morphing myself to like be with this person because I'm on this show right now. And like in real life, we would have split ways by now, you know, and I would have pursued someone else. Like I imagine that would be strange.
1: Oh my gosh. That's, that is a really good point. Um, they do a really good job of you just, it's not like you're on the show and you see women, you don't really see women at all. Some of the producers are women, but they're like, you don't think of them in that, that like, they're like sisters or mentors in a sense. So Whenever you are there, it is a little bit easier to put yourself in the bucket of these are the only two people in the world. These are my only two options. Do they work for me? And if they don't work, then I just get no one. It's kind of like that in the real world. Right. Too. Once you once you focus on a person in the real world, you do have billions of options. But you, whenever you commit, you have these blinders on. It's, it's kind of the same sense. So that was my thought process of I needed to be a million women. Like these are my two. It's been narrowed down. I'm from what I can tell, like their character is. It is, it aligns with someone that I could see myself dating. And so I'm going to go all in and see if it's, if it works out, you know. Give it a chance.
0: That's the best mentality that you can have. I feel like just, like, truly reflecting on it. Because at first I was so, like, anti-Tino. Just, like, we don't know anything. Like, we're fucking viewers. You know what I mean? Like, we're yeah. at home. Like, we're just like, fuck you, Tino. Like, you're cheating <laughs> on Rachel. Like, ew. Um, but then, like, when you think about it, like, yeah. Like, he, like I said, it has probably you know, change certain things about himself to, like, become a better partner. And then he's engaged, and then he's at home and has no one to talk to about these things and realizes that, like, I don't know, even, like, maybe another woman in the whole world would accept who he is a little bit easier. And Mm -hmm. that's probably a pretty challenging pill to swallow, like, what to do in that situation.
1: Yeah, I would say for him, it it was probably very difficult. Um, I don't know what it's like to be in his position, but I... I say the hardest part of the show is the person who actually ends up being engaged with the lead, having to live a life with the lead. You know, ours is seeing if it works and if it doesn't, we go home. That part is difficult, but the most difficult is getting your lives to congeal outside of the show because then it's once the cameras are gone, you really see who they are and then not only that, you have the expectation of the world. You have to You're not posting enough. That means you're not happy and people are questioning if you're happy like to just constantly be put under this microscope Um, And again, I saw I saw where he was on another podcast and he kind of discussed at length that what he was going through But I can just imagine how tough it is to kind of sift through your thoughts because in no under Under no other circumstances does a man get engaged and then watch a television show of her potentially falling in love with other guys like it's kind of like like a kick to the ego a little bit and then also you're in your mental because you can't see the leads that often you can talk to them but once the show's done there's no form of contact you're not seeing them and it's just like you're just supposed to sit in your thoughts and then also not talk to other people about it because you're in know, their confidentiality you can't you know can't vent anyone and the person that you miss most you can't you can't really contact so it's It's a really tough position I can imagine to be in to try to make, just continue that, that growth of that relationship and the love that you had from, you know, just months on the show.
0: I can't even imagine how hard that would be. Like, it's almost like it's not, you can't go on there if you're mentally Week and like it'll that makes me wonder. I had written this down as a question I wanted to ask you like, do they do any sort of vetting before they pick you guys? Like, do they check your like a mental evaluation just to make sure people can handle stress or do a background check? Like, do they do stuff like that?
1: Yeah, they do, it's very high level. So, they give you a sight test before you get on the show just to make sure that you're mentally stable. But I don't know how well it is, it's not like they're making sure you're. Uh, mature, that you're emotionally mature, or, uh, you know, it's like all there mentally from the standpoint of the conditions that they'll put you in. And then they also make sure that you don't have like any like suicidal issues or thoughts just for the sake of your own health. But outside of that, to go through this process, you have to be a very confident, um, secure, and kind of understanding person to go in because you're you're seeing the people that the person you're potentially falling for date other men in front of you and you can question your own your own words at times and if you get into like that rabbit hole of questioning yourself, uh it could be very detrimental to to your health, not even just like for the standpoint of doing good on the show and finding love just for your own mental stability.
0: Do you think that there's something to, like, there's been, like, years of debates over, like, don't go on the show if you have a problem with seeing your potential wife or husband have sex with another person. Like, just don't do it. That's the whole point of the show. Like, the whole point of the show is to, you know, explore things physically and emotionally and then see who you're most compatible with. Like, do you agree with that or do you think that it makes sense that people's feelings— towards like the intimacy portion like change as they grow fonder for someone
1: i think it would change i mean you you don't know you so many people you know give these ideas and these and these and these opinions of what they would do whenever they get in that position but you genuinely don't know when you're standing in front of someone you love and you just and you're saying i want to love you through all of the options that you have or anything that you may do and I didn't think that like most people when they genuinely fall in love they make decisions that they don't make whenever they're just thinking of a completely rational mind and so I would say people should still go on the show if it if it's something once you get to the end that you want to voice to your partner you can say it as a concern that's also not in a controlling manner just voicing your feelings I feel like you should always feel like you're hurt especially if someone Says they love you, you should feel like you should be able to talk to them about it. Not, and again, not telling them what they should or shouldn't do, but just telling them how you feel and just saying, hey, I'm feeling this way. I'm not taking away your options, but, you know, this is where I stand. And a lot of people get, you know, flack for that. You, you came on the show, you know what this is about, you know what that's about. It's like, yeah, I came on the show with an open mind and an open heart, willing to find love. I didn't know what decision I would make here because I wasn't as, you know, brazen to think that I would get here but in the same sense I'm a person that I have feelings too even though you're a person you have feelings as well people think that they, they get forced to do certain things whenever they get to the fantasy suites but you know just because a league gets to the fantasy suites doesn't mean that they're sexually intimate or with the other cast members they, they have every option to turn down those and I think in that if someone does that I think that's a very powerful statement as well so you don't know what position you'll be
0: in Totally, It's so easy for people to, like, have their opinions online. But I like the fact that you, like, come from a place of just, like your own opinion unaffected by what like the rest of the internet thinks, because mm-hmm. a lot of times people's opinion is only based off of what the comments or like what the internet thinks. And that's a yeah. sad, that's a sad way to be and a sad way to think. Um, yeah. cause I completely agree. Like, I mean, what, if you go on the show and you're open to the experience, but you fall in love with someone, of course, it's going to be hard to number one, picture them being intimate with someone else. Like let's say you knew that they were going to, but second of all, there is like clips and pieces and to watch that back it's almost like traumatizing a little bit um, especially if they're real feelings so I think it's not just so you know black and white I think there's a definite gray area there
1: yeah yeah I don't and I don't I don't envy that and that they have to make those decisions and even I would feel I'd feel scared to say that you know even with the taboo around like even asking like they make it they make it hard for you to even ask certain questions because of the blowback that you may get. Like I said, like if you're there, you're sitting, waiting for I guess your your moment to spend time with your your partner during the fantasy suite. Like you're waiting a couple of days in between when the other cast members go. You're not just sitting there. You're still doing interviews. They're talking to you. You're talking about all the scenarios, all the possibilities that you may have to face and may have to deal with and it's not like it's not just like positive scenarios you're going through like some really like rough ones while you're you're there you're secluded from everyone anyone that you would naturally get advice from you're just kind of left to your own own thoughts which again just goes back to like to say like you really have to be a very mentally stable strong and secure person to get through that through that period i would imagine
0: Yeah, like, I think that maybe I could be doing fine. But if I have an interview where they're like, so how do you feel about so-and-so's date last night? Looks like they had a good time. I would be like, I think I feel like I want to go home. Like, I think I feel awful now that I'm thinking about that and, like, picturing it. And, like, you never know as a viewer at home, but sometimes they even show, like, that awkward, like, when everyone used to be sitting and waiting for the people to come home from their date, what the fuck? <laughs> no. Yeah,
1: yeah it's uh-uh. like you are just you're just sitting there being like hanging around the guys as if you're just like you're just like taking turns, and I think that's not like a really good a good look, so to speak, because it just uh-uh kind of dehumanizes the whole. Right, like
0: okay, your turn now.
1: Yeah, like, like how
0: it was, like get like the fuck
1: hanging, out of here. Like no, it's not that. No,
0: totally, and not to mention, like I remember seasons, especially with the girls, where they come back and you can tell when a girl's had sex, like the hairs, like and the makeup's like this, and they're like, hey, and the girls are like, okay, so your night was great, then fuck us, like that's night yeah. one. Like, we're we're like the sloppy seconds and thirds. It sucks.
1: Yeah, they even Could it be I would me. Imagine, Yeah, I would imagine the order is even is even uh, contrived a bit to kind of mess with the cast a little bit. I would imagine cuz there's there's thought into everything that goes that goes down with the whole bachelor bachelorette franchise. So anything with the order, anything with like the location, like it's very thought out to put you in a very stressful, I guess, condition to either make or, or break you. And again, it's, it's, it's tough. Like I would just caution people before you give your opinions, which you are completely fine to do. Like it's, you have no idea what being that position is for the leads or for, or for the cast. Again, I didn't make it that far. So not even I know, but even before I got like to hometowns, like it was starting to get rough for me, you know? And I hadn't even got to a point where I was like, yeah, I'm in love. Like I was getting like strong feelings and, Like, you know, I broke down then, like I couldn't imagine what it had been if I was still like weeks down the road, what this conversation would look like.
0: It's like sometimes I love reality TV and then other times I think about it and it's like kind of reminds me of like The Hunger Games or like this one book I read as a child where it's all just an experiment, like to see how people react when you put them in these situations and like the privileged people from home are just watching them be like psychologically stressed out. And it's like, wait, what are we really watching? Are we watching them get mentally fucked with or are we watching them try to find love? Like which one? Yeah. Cause it kind of feels like both sometimes.
1: Yeah, I would say the longer, the further, the further contestants get in the further away they get from, like, probably typical logic or reason that they would had they not been in those circumstances. Again, the conditions in which you're in aren't, like, harmful, but they are not easy to be in to consistently make good decisions. Like, even thinking about in life, like, in your own life, you don't make good decisions every day. Let's say you have an off day, but that day that you have an off day, now you're supposed to go and express your love and you just put together, like being put together this entire time, which in a sense isn't good either, because you want to, your person to see you have an off day and then still accept you for that. What happens if you just hadn't had an off day and then you make it through and then again, show is over, now you see off days and now things aren't as bubbly as, as they seem. It's, it's a lot that, I don't know, could, couldn't or may or may not happen that make it so, so unique just for the world to see into, into, into prod. Is
0: there any sort of reward for like getting through the show? Like in the, like most respectful way I could ask, like, do you guys get like any sort of like compensation financially for like each episode or like, do you guys get like, like something because you guys have taken time off of work essentially, or is it just like for, for the free, all of it?
1: No, you go in, whenever you go in as a cast, it's, it's just for, for free of your own volition. There's no incentives. I think if it was, if they did do that, then it really would impugn the integrity of, of really questioning why people were going. Like, yeah, there's things that come with it, but if it started being for like money, then it may get into like some iffy areas with like negotiating more and things like that. I don't know. But for us, none of us got, got paid to go on. We just, we just went in of our free will.
0: Yeah. Um I feel like that ha- I feel like that has to be like baby so- like differing for like shows because sometimes I've seen like people on Paradise and they do get paid per episode, but you I wonder if it's like just different altogether. I've seen people like from Paradise feel like I get paid $700 an episode or whatever, and I don't know if it's like their bachelor royalty or whatever, so they just want them there or if it's just different based on what you go on.
1: I think uh, Paradise. You do get you do get uh, a contract that does have a dollar amount tied to it. I don't know what that is.
0: Obviously, right, I didn't go
1: on Paradise, and the other guys I haven't really talked to them about financials or anything. But I know they do get they do get paid for Paradise because the structure is completely different. It's not one lead. Everyone's essentially treated like a lead, and because essentially it, there are multiple connections that could happen on the beach, so it's it's treated a lot differently, but for the main show all the cast members just go and it's a sacrifice but at the end of it I mean if you do end up finding love I don't think anybody would you know regret that that risk for for the opportunity of of going on and finding like your your person
0: totally like what do you guys tell your work like I I know that so many people probably wonder, like, do you just tell your work, I'm going on a show, I'll be back? And do they, do you have to use PTO? Or, like, what you, what happened for you personally?
1: Oh, for me, I had a lot of time accrued. I mean, I've been ensconced in my job for so long. So I had uh, the PTO and vacation time to just go and give them the window. I mean, the show will tell you, like, from from A to Z, like, this is the max amount of time you'll be going and you need to plan for this. Like you tell everybody to just plan for this just in case because you never know, and that's essentially what we what we plan for. So just tell yeah. that, and I was fortunate enough to, to be able to, to go, but I'd imagine someone else that I can do that that time off. I don't, I don't think everybody has that that leeway to be able to go. So being... Being young and flexible kind of helps a little bit more than, you know, being an old dad that has a lot more responsibilities. But again, there was a lot of chips that fell in in line for me to be able to go uh, and pursue that opportunity.
0: If I was your boss, I'd be like... Yeah, you can go, but only if when you come back, you tell me everything. And like, sure, I'll sign something that says I won't tell anyone, but I want to know all the fucking tea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it was, it was no that's what a I good. would do. No, I got some questions when I get back to work, but they were all like good sports about it. I actually like it. I think it's, I think it's cool because obviously I was probably the only person from my, from my company that has or ever will do something like this crazy or on this scale. I don't know, but it was. Hell it was yeah. Cool.
0: And it's good marketing, kind of. Yeah. Like, you know gets the name out there a couple times.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was cool, it was cool. And they and they don't bother me too much. Honestly, I think a, a couple of my coworkers probably just watched this because I was on it. This isn't something that, you know, the people in my cadre would generally, like, turn on. No, I don't think any of them would. Some of my coworkers- Totally, they
0: were rooting you on, for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, so that was, that was yeah. cool. Getting you know, a couple work emails and messages cheer me on while the, um, while the episodes are going looking for spoilers. And I'm like, nah, you gotta watch.
0: <laughs> That's so cute. I love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> would you ever like personally do anything else related with The Bachelor? Or was that it for you? Like if they asked you to paradise, if they asked you to do something else, would you be open to it?
1: I have no idea. I, I would say yeah. that, um, I have no idea what the future holds for me for, for now. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not thinking about it. Anything show related, I'm I'm just relaxing. Like it generally, the show ended when in September, You're right? Like
0: six months ago. Like I can't just, even. Not even.
1: Yeah, it's still. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not thinking about anything related with TV Bachelor. Like they have their own stuff going on, and you know? I'm, I'm doing my own thing too.
0: So. But I've also watched your interviews, Nate, and you're so good at fucking answering around the bush, too. So even if you were planning this, like, I already know, like, I probably wouldn't even know. You know what I mean? Like, even if in the back of your mind, you are like, yeah, I'll do it again. Like, you're that's your thing. Like, you're going to keep it to yourself and, like, just surprise everyone. That's that's the kind of vibe that I get from you, which yeah. I like and appreciate.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I know I talk too much sometimes, That I've learned that, you know, divulging too much information is just going to get me in trouble, so... I'd rather just keep chips I don't want to hold back and then anything that I feel like talking about that I do, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. I
0: appreciate that. Like, yeah. I have an evil eye in my house for the same reason. Like, sometimes when you say things, you just don't know if other people are going to be wishing you well or not. So a lot of times it is better, no matter what the reason, to just keep your cards close and then reveal it once it's already done for yourself. Yeah, no,
1: a lot. I mean, my I myself have been very terrified of Or saying the wrong thing, saying the wrong thing more than anything, because these days they can take a sound clip and just like kind of glom onto that, ignore every other other reason, and then kind of contort it into whatever view they saw whenever you said it. So I have to kind of be cognizant of of that happening too, so my words don't get misconstrued. I'm very clear about like my intentions behind my behind my words. So it's just just years of get of get cautious.
0: Yeah, protecting yourself, protecting your reputation, not leaving any room for misinterpretation. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So, kind of switching gears, I want to ask you since I have like a male guest on, just like about regular dating commentary. So, I thought I would ask you have you ever been cheated on? Like, let's start there.
1: Oh, absolutely. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like,.
0: Like, was it a what, like, one time or it's happened multiple times?
1: It's happened more than, it's happened more than once, you know? I, I mean, when I was young, it's happened, you know, as an adult, it's happened. I mean, it's just, it's just something that happens. I mean, you don't expect it, you don't want it, but it's just part of life. Unfortunately, it happens in dating.
0: Unfortunately is fucking right. Do you oh, think, but, like, once a cheater, always a cheater, or no?
1: No, I don't think that's that's true. I mean I I mean I know people who have done that when they were young. I, the whole idea that you are your mistake just doesn't leave the opportunity for people to grow, you know. And whenever we tie like someone's past or an occurrence to someone's character, I think it's kind of unfair. You know, even the people that have cheated on me in the past, I wouldn't look call them like a cheater. They cheated, but that doesn't make them a cheater any more than someone that goes and plays basketball played basketball but it doesn't make a basketball player it's like one of the, totally. one of those things it's egregious and yeah like I, I don't condone it at all but in the same sense i don't like eschewing someone's character to something that bad because then you know if somebody does it then they'll they'll never feel the impetus to try to change or do better so that's kind of my take i agree
0: that. with you and plus there's a, like there there could be so many reasons why someone is cheating on someone
1: yeah, there's different I guess there's different reasons for why people would cheat, but you never know like the entire story. Like I said, for for instance, if as an extreme example of someone were in an abusive relationship and then they were swooned by someone who was like caring and then they had a moment of weakness and then succumbed to, to that, it's like do you do you fall for him for having really. the weakness or the person who kinda created it? And and again, neither of the two are are, are correct but you can't just assume people will always be in the environment that created created that or never grow from you know from that instance as if that that mistake is forever tied to them you
0: know and i think like even like in like a less like you know, extreme example, like even if someone's just like truly unhappy, I don't necessarily think that everybody knows that there's another person out there who could ever love them or even find them attractive unless they've gone too far. And like, unfortunately, like sometimes that's what happens to make someone realize, like, wow like I'm really really unhappy and there's is a shot that someone could make me happier um and like accept Mm. me for who I am so like it's unfortunate but I agree with you I don't really think that you can base someone's full character off of that one like one moment
1: yeah that's a good point you know there are relationships out there that have that have come from like you know those those blurred fine lines towards the end of a relationship whenever people know that they're not working out and then ended up having like some slight overlap, that's of course cheating as well. But then those I guess sometimes those relationships, you know, evolve into a family that and, and a marriage and love that last forever. Like you said again, you don't like if you meet somebody that's your person, like sometimes you just don't have complete control over it. But you Yeah, know, and like
0: what are you gonna do? Miss out? No.
1: Yeah, miss out on on things because society saying some stuff again. There's a lot. Not I know my my opinions weigh uh, about much of the, as a grain of salt, but again, there's a lot of there's a lot of blurred lines around you know different circumstances and scenarios. But in the end, I don't I don't think people should be faulted for mistakes that they made during dating or or whenever you know people always Same. have the opportunity to change.
0: And especially if it's a different relationship, like personally, like just for my own self, I wouldn't stay with someone who cheated on me. Like if it was our relationship and you've already cheated on me, the trust is gone. But if you've cheated on in the past, you know, that's unfortunate. But unless you've given me signs that I shouldn't trust you, I don't think it's like a, like, oh, well he cheated on his sixth grade girlfriend. So I'm fucked. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I just don't see that personally. Um, So I have a little bit of a different view.
1: Yeah, I've had I have situations where I've taken I've taken back like someone who's cheated on me. I've had situations where I've been in relationships where someone has never cheated on me, but it was worse than the situation where I was in the relationship with someone that cheated on me. Like there's so many different different um, attributes that that come out of people whenever they're dating different people, and and, and they're really not the same. Like, you could think because someone doesn't cross off this egregious cheating box that, you know, they're a good person, but they could be just as terrible as a person that someone who treats you great that cheats. Like, it's it's kind of like pick your poison. And again, there, there are people out there that take back people who do wrongdoings, even during relationship. I was one of them, you know, where I took back someone who had cheated in me in the past. But it's kind of like you allow people to choose what they choose to to accepting what they grow through because there are there are marriages, there are relationships out there that do have to go through that unfortunately, but through like hard work and dedication to each other, um, are able to grow from it and sometimes even stronger. So it's there's yeah. no
0: and there's some power to that. Like if you can do something and change in the next 30 years of your marriage you're just so about your husband or wife or whatever and like you've never had another unfaithful or whatever moment then that's great but I feel bad for the people who give that trust just to have it repeatedly like taken advantage of like that that's like a no-go for me situation
1: yeah yeah I get that out I I, yeah I, I would feel bad for someone who continually accepted like to be treated that way but you know people who are genuinely in those circumstances are just you know they're really empathetic or just so passionate that they just I don't know hard to see past the relationship and I and I get it you know can you imagine being in a relationship for so long and putting someone on a pedestal almost just to have it ripped under you like you cling to that idea of it being like the way that you want and you cling to like the times when it was good and you hold on to it and it's just just hoping for better in a relationship and not getting it so a, a really tough position to be in it is
0: oh my god like the I just watched the show The Patient on Hulu I don't know if you watched it at all um god. but like it was good like it was like a lot of like psych stuff but like Steve Carell's character like says like um like the only thing life's about is like putting yourself in a position where you can get hurt like you will never have a meaningful relationship with anybody ever unless you put yourself in a position to get hurt so yeah like i i think that that's really all it's about like all of us are just walking around and hoping that someone doesn't take advantage of us but you know what can you do until you give them that power you know you don't know
1: yeah i know that's rough vulnerability is so is is so terrifying for that for that point like you literally leaving your, your, your bare self out there to, you know, in hopes to find love and you're just giving someone this, this, this openness in hopes that they don't, you know, abuse or misuse it. And it's, and it is terrifying. Uh, it's, it's, I think most people know it's, it's terrifying, but yeah, I agree. You, you limit yourself and the ceiling that you allow your relationship to grow if you have up walls or have up reservations and don't generally allow someone to get to know you in a sense, so
0: Yeah, and like some people are so closed off, you know, they'll live their whole life in a protective mechanism because they don't want to give anybody the opportunity to disappoint them. But like after a while that's gotta be a lonely spot to be in.
1: Yeah, it just depends. I mean, if you I mean some people people take in different emotions differently. You know, some people who Uh, if, if feeling hurt could cause like physical harm to themselves, then I think, you know, sometimes walls are good that you put up like some, some sort of barrier to where you have like a mental check to where you, you yourself are good. And, um, and those are just some instances. I don't, I don't think that's as broad, but in an extreme sense, I mean, some people do need walls, especially if they're getting out of like, uh, a hard situation just so they can get back to a point of, of whatever their baseline is for, for their happiness and what they're comfortable with.
0: Totally. That's a good point. Like sometimes you do have to create those just so that you do have like a little Mm. bit of a barrier. So I like that, like opinion and that, um, like perspective that you gave.
1: Yeah. Most times when, I mean, how many of us date someone and they have no walls up, you know, it takes you at at some point you're going to have to peel some layer of someone's past, because of of what they've gone through no one's ever going to come to you so vulnerable you'll be like are you crazy like you, you don't know me like that like why are you so some truck like <laughs> there will be something to come into question if someone just had no walls up I think that's a little bit too too wide-eyed to, to go into any scenario
0: true like yeah. there has to be some sort of reservation but if you never let anyone in like you know you're not going to ever have a meaningful relationship. Like if, if you only share like limited things and you never share anything personal, you know, it's going to be all surface level in your life. But of course, like you should be selective with the people who you're letting in and get close to you.
1: Yeah, that's true. I agree. Yeah. That's crazy. So, so many people have different references of what they deem is like being completely open or what surface level. You know, some people will uh, be completely complacent with being surface level until they die and think, you know, this is okay. Like some people, may think that they want like the big, passionate thing that comes with so much self-sacrifice and mutual mutual respect. But to actually do that is very, very um, it's very difficult to to sacrifice your own wants and needs for for someone else to the point where you're even vulnerable um to someone you know so i you don't know it's a selfish you... selfishness that comes with that
0: yeah and like even just knowing <laughs> yourself <laughs> i i get yeah. what you're saying
1: okay tell me i'm talking too much
0: <laughs> no same I, that happens to me um do you know what your love language is like do you out of like the five love languages
1: oh yeah my my um uh... My love languages right now, I would say, are words of affirmation and acts of service. Those are my top two. I uh, yeah. TikTok, I'm like all five of them. I'm genuinely all five of them. And they ebb and flow and they vary. But in, I think on average, my top two are words of affirmation and, and quality time. You know, it's like, you know, affirm me and then back it up with action. You know, those, Same. Are, the, those are the two. Those two for me.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's such a like um, small percentage of people's love languages too. Like especially the words of affirmation, like the like acts of service. I feel like you can do without even realizing sometimes. Yeah. But like finding someone to like affirm you positively all the time, like that that is a rare. Active. That's how I show my love too. Like I'm very expressive. Like com- compliments all day. I've been told, like, can you not compliment me anymore? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, I guess. <laughs> like I just thought no. you were getting hyped up by me. <laughs> I was
1: telling you, the individuals who lead with words of affirmation are the love warriors of our society. Because it's like, how else? Like, yeah, you can see a lot through actions, but you can, you know, I think. When they say you you speak from the heart, you can genuinely understand how someone's mind works just like how they articulate themselves. Like really good communicators, like they're really, really fun to be around because it's like no question with them. Like you know where their intentions lie and then whenever they back it with action, then it's like, okay, you have actions and words. A lot of the times when people act out of, you know, I had good intentions or I was acting out of the kindness of my heart, but people don't understand where their acts are coming from because they can't articulate it then you know a lot of it can be misconstrued like someone trying to do something nice for you like i'm gonna go fill up your your car with gas they just take your car and don't tell you you think they're still in your car (laughs) they come back or someone that's like i'm gonna fill up your car with gas you know exactly what they're doing and then they go and do it they affirm you like i'm gonna go fill it up and then they go fill it up like so it's kind of like a hand in hand but i i genuinely resonate more with people who are really good communicators and then also affirm so
0: Are you an air sign by chance? Like, what are you? Like, what's your, like, horoscope sign?
1: I am an earth sign. I'm a Capricorn.
0: So, oh, my God. Okay. I'm surprised by that. I feel like you were going to say you were either, like, a Gemini or, like, Aquarius or Pisces. Like, because, like, usually those... Not usually. Like, I don't really fucking know. Who, who, what do I know about zodiac signs? I don't know. Like, But, like, from what I've se- seen on Twitter, obviously, um, air signs are usually the ones who like to, like, have a lot of mentally stimulating conversations, super good at communicating, emotionally vulnerable, like, whatever. And usually earth signs are kind of, like, to themselves. Like, don't really fuck with that. So that's interesting. Yeah.
1: Maybe I hang out with a lot of air signs and they're trying to convert me. You know, I've done a lot of, <laughs> I've done a lot of self work to where I'm not trying to act like I guess a typical Capricorn and being very open. So I uh, thank you for that confidence.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm an Aquarius, so I can give you it because I like I'm an air <laughs> sign and like I'm like you know always uh, floating around with everything.
1: Yeah, no, I feel like we could talk for hours. This has been this has been fun.
0: Oh, good. I'm so glad. So wait, Thanksgiving is in a week. What does your family do for Thanksgiving? Like what do you do?
1: Genuinely, uh, for Thanksgiving we'd just all get like a bunch of the kids together, we play games, we would, you know, just eat ourselves into a coma and then just go into a hibernation type sleep in the middle of the in the middle of the afternoon. Like this genuinely how it is. My family is so big, so I have about ten nieces and nephews and and even the cousins come, so we just all get together, and it is like a mass it's almost like a massive family reunion where it's just always kids running around. The adults play games with the kids. we play like this big laser tag game. we play like capture the flag. It's really fun like we do a lot of stuff and it's and it's and it's good to be around them because i don't I don't live near them. I'm in Chicago, my family's down south, so I generally go and travel to see them this year, I'm not gonna see them because I'm gonna stick around Chicago, but uh, typically, we just have a big, I guess, you know, a, a typical cookout, and then um, and then just play play with the kids. They're all about from anywhere from age. My daughter's the youngest of the cousins. I was I was the last, but it goes from like seven to up to like thirteen, like in that window. So they're they're fairly close in age too.
0: That's so cute. And she's the baby. So she's going to be like, you know, like when you're the baby, like you get all the love, all the gifts, all the compliments. It's like, yay. Everybody notices you in the room.
1: Yeah, it's good until she comes home with me and is still expecting all that. She's like, where's all this love still? still gifts and all this. And I'm like, ah, I can't do it.
0: You're like, that was a, it takes a village. <laughs> it can't do yeah, it. Well.
1: It definitely takes a village, but it feels, it feels like a village, but yeah, it's, it's always good. What do you, what do you do whenever you, um, for Thanksgiving? Are you, are you family? Is your family in like Jersey area or?
0: Um, my family's in Ohio and my family is actually so large that we've actually kind of had to like keep to ourselves. (laughs) Like my dad, like (laughs) I always have to like take a breath before I even say this. Um, My dad is the 22nd child in his family. So his mom and dad had 21 children and he was the last born at 22. And there's two sets of twins. So my dad has 21 brothers and sisters that are older. And when you imagine that and all of them have had children, I have hundreds of cousins, hundreds. So
1: are you like, so how's that? (laughs) Are you like cool with like a lot of them or do you just like pick your, I don't even
0: know them. I literally like I could pass by like 15 sours in a row and not recognize a single one. I guarantee it. Like there's just no way. I've never heard of
1: anything like that.
0: And like, my parents are a little bit older. So my parents are like in their seventies. So my, like my dad grew up in Detroit in the projects. And so his parents had all 22 children in a two bedroom apartment, like all of them under the same roof. So it was just a different world back then. Oh my god. But I don't see them for Thanksgiving. Like that's like a long-winded yeah. answer to say my family's so big, I stick with my literal immediate siblings. So I see my sisters sometimes, I see my brother, I see my parents, and then like we cap it there. Like we literally just can't like see the rest of them cuz there's too many. And some are You'd dead, like a lot out. are dead.
1: <laughs> You'd have to rent out like two hotels side by side to be able to get that that to happen. Like, I can't imagine. But that's so amazing to have that many people come from those two individuals. Like, they literally have a dynasty.
0: I know. They made so like, many humans.
1: I've made one but you human know what? in what? I
0: can't. I can't even imagine it, though. Like, it, it goes to show, like, people will listen to this and probably think that I'm, like, an absolute psychopath. But, like, you know, my family, like, they weren't educated back then. You know what I mean? Like, there wasn't... Um, like preventatives for for like sex, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was just like when you and your husband had sex, like well, we're gonna have another kid. Like that was like just what happened. So when she and she had two sets of twins, so she had like eighteen years of pregnancies in a row, um, and then that's just kind of. Do you of think like that her happened. body just
1: got numb to it? She was probably just like literally the master of of having like she like didn't need a uh-huh. doctor, just knew exactly what to do
0: we're going <laughs> like just we're was like, yeah,
1: here we go. Like, this is what I do. This is what I like to eat. This is like, it's around this time. Didn't need a calendar. Just kind of, just kind of felt when it was right at the time. It was like, okay, plop. Another she one. probably
0: sneezed them out by the end of it. She's probably yeah. like, you know, like, like a good probably sneeze and, and it's fucking done. <sighs> <You're>
1: <sighs> too hard. You snore. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. Wow. Our second <laughs> one's on the way. Oh, um, yeah. I truly can't imagine that. But so like my family's small in the regards of how we spend Thanksgiving, but, Mm -hmm. um, I've never even seen all of them in one place. Like I can, I can, I've never Mm -hmm. even seen all of my family in one spot.
1: My family, not too long ago, what we did is we had this, um, kind of, we made a family book tree, a family tree book, a family tree tree book where my, my dad and my, um, my grandparents and, and great uncles, got information from everybody in the family and they just kind of agglomerated all of our information into a book so we know where everybody is what they do what their profession is like how they are like it's very interesting to see like a photo of all that we don't we have like a big family but it's nowhere near what like 22 is and it, it's gonna take like it would take someone to do some digging on on that side but it would be really cool for if you guys ever did something like that to where you, like, made an actual physical book to, like, kind of track it. That would be cool.
0: We should. I'll take your suggestion. We should make a fucking yeah. yearbook at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sour class of 65. <laughs> like, we can see each fucking generation oh of them. Gosh. I don't know.
1: You probably have a cousin in the NBA. Or they NFL I'm waiting they to NFL. find
0: out who the fuck I'm related to. Come through oh Sowers, if you're listening to this, S A U E R. That's my last name. I'm dying to know who the fuck I'm related to. I was yeah. always hoping I was going to be somehow a millionaire. It hasn't happened, so I don't know. I was always curious was about
1: ho- that too, because I don't know all of my family, and I was like, somebody had to have been famous. Like who? Who is it? And right. I was hoping it was somebody cool. I was hoping now it was, was like have to be us Kobe. Yeah,
0: yeah. What the fuck? Yeah,
1: it's going to have to be. I don't married. have anybody
0: like that. <laughs> I yeah, can't even think I, about LeBron without thinking about the fact that he fucked over Cleveland so bad. Oh. <sighs> and he tears. got you a championship.
1: Nobody's, I mean, it's so true. Yeah, Chicago got a once-in-a-lifetime, well, once-in-a-probably-a-couple-century basketball player, so I don't think Chicago's going to get any any other luck from the gods from, from the standpoint of getting a championship, so...
0: In the nicest way, who'd you guys get? Because I don't know. Like, who'd you guys get that's great? Like, I don't I don't keep up that well.
1: I don't know if we got anybody great this year. We had a couple, like, prospect rookies, but I don't think they're doing too much. And then we, we've always been riddled with injuries. Alonzo got hurt. Damn. You know, Levine got hurt. It's just, it's just year after year. Derek got hurt. Like, every time we get a superstar, they get hurt. I think it's because of the cold. They're they're forced to walk out here in the cold, their joints get cold, and then they have to play basketball and snap. That's that's exactly
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're like all fucking creakety and then it's just like right in half.
1: Even the bears, they're forced to play outside in in this weather. It's like who else could like run and catch a football in this weather? I don't even want to drive in this weather. They have to be outside.
0: (laughs) And then the fucking bulls, like the buff like is it the Bills or the Bulls? I don't know. One of the two. Yeah. yeah, like them getting canceled for the three feet of snow in Buffalo. That's a fucking joke. I could oh, never yeah. play in that. <laughs> I, like you said, I wouldn't even drive in it. Like, I wouldn't even walk outside much oh, oh. rest. Oh, yeah, like, Buffalo's long, the, the
1: Bills. Yeah, Buffalo's the Bills. That's, yeah. Yeah. It would be, yeah, that would be, that would be terrible. That's not my That's problem, why I do TV. indoor sports. I've never done outdoor sports just because I'm, like, I'm too bougie to deal with the elements, especially in, like, cold weather.
0: What's your favorite indoor sport that you've played?
1: Favorite indoor is basketball. I mean, my, my background was basketball. I went to college for basketball, got a scholarship for it, and it was just it was it was so much fun, and warm.
0: Oh yeah, it's warm. I played basketball. I was the um, I was the worst on my team though. Like I can't uh, sit here and flex about it. Like I uh, was trash. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Happens though. Like I'm not that athletic. Um they they won one game and it was when I had the stomach flu and I wasn't there and um like I was famous for shooting in the wrong hoop and making it and scoring oh. for the other team.
1: Oh so. my gosh. I have I have so many um many friends that have that same story of, of shooting in the wrong hoop. You know what? I don't blame you because they look exactly identical. They look exactly identical. They need to have like color coordinated to where they have like an LED stripe that comes around it or something to be like, okay, this is your team side. Now this is the other team side, especially for like younger kids. Now if you were in Hell high yeah, school. Like, yeah.
0: I'm like non ADD diagnosed, but pretty sure I have it. Like when we switched sides, like after the whole like halftime or whatever. No, I can't remember that. I'm still going for the glory shot, like at the other hoop. Like, I don't remember that. That's too much. Yeah. They need to like yeah. give flashing lights.
1: Yeah, so solve that problem.
0: Exactly, just like an, a little arrow. So before we wrap up, I'm dying to know if you, like, I've noticed before that people on The Bachelor, low key, sometimes like get interested in people from other seasons, like just because you guys are all connected and know mm-hmm. each other or follow each other on socials. Do you have any like women from any of the other seasons that you have ever thought like? Like, who would you pick to date? Like, who, who are you most interested in out of the whole Bachelor franchise, if you, like, were to pick someone?
1: I, I don't Honestly, I don't know. I don't even look at it like that. Uh, I genuinely am not interested in anyone from, from the franchise. And that's not to say that there's not cool people or individuals who are beautiful from, from the franchise. Because, obviously, they have, like, amazing people. But I would never base again my personification off of what they decide to show me on tv to say that i'll be interested in that person i, I kind of just yeah i don't i don't even look at stars on tv in that way and i know that's a boring answer but genuinely i i would never feel comfortable saying somebody's name like oh yeah this person and then it would just be weird too because i, I get a, that there's a, there's a great chance that i could end up seeing one of these and it's like oh yeah i was talking about you
0: Hey. Okay. <laughs> i, I <laughs>
1: I have, I have no interest in anyone from, from anyone from the franchise.
0: <laughs> okay. Who's your celebrity crush then? We can do this like way more, like, like way less likely that they'll ever hear this.
1: Ooh, even celebrity crushes. I'm, I'm telling you, I am telling wow. you, I genuinely, I genuinely don't look at, at, at stars like that. I just, I just don't. I could tell you people who I think are like, like pretty or. Yeah. Or, yeah. That's or, what I mean.
0: Or, that's the only thing I mean.
1: Okay, like um, because, like, how
0: else would we know? Like, I don't, no, I don't mean personality, but just like, you know, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, someone that even like, I don't. You're like, uh... (laughs) yeah, I don't know. My my memory's terrible too. That's um,
0: okay. I won't put you you on. you have to circle
1: back with me, and then I can respond to you on Twitter about it. But yeah, I don't don't know. Because I don't even. I really get to watch TV too. I go to the movies every now and then with my with my daughter. But other than that, I don't. I get to watch like a lot of shows and stuff. Like i don't, I just don't. Well, the
0: fact you didn't immediately say like Emily Ratajkowski or something is like, oh. um, like a like a step above, you know. Like just because like that's just like such a typical answer that like you know. Uh, at least yeah, you're not that I also generic. don't.
1: I also don't. I don't. I don't. I don't just conform to like what, you know, everybody's saying. Like their beauty standards are. My type really isn't isn't like that. It really isn't. I think people can be beautiful in a lot of other ways. I would say a lot of times I'm sapiosexual. If there's someone that's really intellectual and articulate, I think that makes them more beautiful than someone with all the makeup in the world. Like I, I genuinely like value that aspect other than just look. So be seeing someone's beautiful isn't gonna be just what I see through my eyes. They have to also be woo do you know, my, my mind as well, so
0: you should have gone on Love Is Blind. Like I don't know if you've watched it, but you should have fucking gone on it because you could have found like your potential partner just based off of all personality, vibed them out. You know what I mean? And then like seen them and been like, yeah, like I'm ha- I'm lit. This is good.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know if I could ever. Do Write it.
0: that down as a back burner suggestion. Though, I don't. Yeah. If you ever yeah, get bored.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I get bored, I have to watch it. I, I've seen Love Is Blind. I watched the first two seasons. I haven't watched the third one. 'Cause I um, again I've just been so busy this year, but yeah, that that whole concept. The first time I saw it I was like, There's absolutely no way. <laughs> I I could not. I'd be too nervous. That that's the one time I would be nervous is if I had to go on a show like that where I'm trying to find love through a wall. That's 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 absurd. It makes for good yeah. T V but yeah, I don't I don't know how that works out.
0: No, that's so valid. Actually, I'd be shitting a brick too because like what if you see the person and you're genuinely disappointed, you know, that does not mean that you're like a, um, like a bad person or like a self-absorbed person. Like I think it's a hundred percent fair that every person has like something that they're attracted to and it's different than every single person. I feel
1: like, yeah, you absolutely. I feel like everyone love, love is blind. Yes. But the context is not, you can't have like a a physical type like everyone is entitled to what they like you know and to just completely disregard it and be like oh you need to be with this person because you like her her character alone I think you need to physically be attracted to them as well because it's like a big part of relationships is the physical intimacy you know like you know being like intimate with someone outside of just like hearing them talk did you imagine being in a relationship where someone only talked to you like, oh, this is, this is important for a relationship, but no, it needs to be a physical part, too. You, be, you get tired of someone if they were just talking to you all the time and just, like, emoting, like, their thoughts and feelings without, like, actually, you know, embracing someone physically. You know? It just, you can't ignore the two.
0: And it could be awkward. Like, that's, like, when you're in seventh grade and you, like, your crush finds out that you're interested in them. So you start texting a little. And then you see them at school and you're like, hey. And they just, like, are, like, they don't even say anything back. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, we've been talking all day, every day. And now you don't even know what to say to me. This is so weird.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, there's so many different forms of communication. There's, like, there's just body language sometimes that's not physical. You know, there's a smile and a wink. Like, that, like, that draw, that... That kind of magnetic draw that you get towards someone, like if you, like, just don't even say a word, like even whenever you're sitting with someone and you're comfortable not saying anything, you know, there's they're never they're never in those pods not saying anything and just like feeling the vibe out through the wall. There has to be like some type of proximity to it uh, that just allows your 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 energy to attract each other as well. So. Yeah,
0: that's such a good point. Okay, so I just totally convinced myself that I would never go on that show and that like maybe <laughs> no one else should either. So thanks. <laughs> no, never I mean, mind. No, Don't I mean go you do get to meet them
1: eventually. You do get to the meet them eventually. So I wouldn't dispel it. And I would like, say if someone has feels led to go, then go. It's just not for me. It's just not
0: uh-uh. for me. Plus, there's like, I just talked to a girl from Love is Blind and like, that show is also something that it really seems like you have to be so mentally strong to go on. Like, uh, y- everything about you is up for debate. Like, I talked to, if you watch season two, then you know who Danielle is from that mm-hmm. season, who w- yeah. was with Nick. Yeah, I yeah. spoke with her, and they just assassinated her character on that season. The edits that they put together of her truly told a different story than what even remotely was happening. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no it's, bueno.
1: it's hard. Yeah, it's, it's hard. And again, it's just, it just goes to show, like, you, it's scary in a sense to to put so much power of, of your character into someone's hand. People go into, like, these, into these scenarios really with such an open mind. These aren't, these aren't actresses. These aren't actors. They're, they're putting themselves on TV, but being kind of scrutinized, like, as if they're they're supposed to know better just because they're on a platform, which you really don't. And then like your entire character's never shown. Like I said, there's so many there's so many good attributes of the guys that were on the show that, you know, I would say all of them all of them are really good people. They have bad moments, but in general I would say they're they're all good people and you don't get to see that but at the end of the day it's it's T V
0: it's tv like that's why we watch it part of it you know like just because we don't know everyone's story and it's something that we can like unbiasedly sit home and be like oh fuck you like you know like i don't know them like fuck this scenario like i don't i don't know what's really happening it's just something for me to watch aimlessly like when i watch real housewives you know like it's just you know mentally stimulating i guess
1: yeah yeah and i and i mean i fall victim to it too you know whenever i see something i'm I, I didn't say thing. How could you? How would? Blah, blah, blah. But then, totally. You know, I, re- I reel it in. I'm like, well, you know, I just, I just act as if it's, I just act as if it's not real, you
0: know. Same, because it's not. It's all just like what we see anyway. So it's not real, like any of it. Yeah,
1: everything's, everything's tailored. The person that you think is the best is not the best, and the person that you think is the worst really isn't the worst. Every, everybody is a human at the end of the day. Nobody, nobody. Nobody's that cool and nobody's that terrible.
0: A hundred percent. Unless you yeah. are, in which case you're probably not on TV anyways, because like yeah. you said, like hopefully the fucking personality test will just cut you right yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they
1: do they do, do a good job of like getting like cool individuals on there from the standpoint of like you're not gonna choke yourself if you're around them all day. There wasn't anybody like that. A couple people talk too much, but for the most part, if you were like had this egregious character then that was blatantly visible but like the things that are kind of like wishy-washy or iffy depending on how they frame the context it's it's kind of it's kind of difficult to to completely judge someone's character off of you know a couple a couple snippets of a, of a show
0: and that's valid for anything in life if you judge someone off of a couple of instances like you're just never mm-hmm. going to have a real perception of them
1: yeah I was worried about that for myself because i I feel like for a lot of people I lose that that value of a first impression because people have an, an, an idea on you know who I am thankfully like I didn't come off as this egregious person but you know I lose that that mystery of meeting people for the first time in some instances and this isn't gonna last forever just but it's just because things are so fresh people greet me as if they've known me for a while and that and that's comforting in a sense but in the same sense like You want people to try to get to know you outside of just going off of a a character or personification that they have on TV, you know?
0: Yeah, like it's nice that it opens the door for people to be so receptive to getting to know you, but it's unfortunate mm-hmm. if they expect you to be one t- one way all the time and you're just a yeah. multifaceted person. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I have bad days and I'm out and I'm just like gloomy you know, and I just want to soul. eat ice cream and just be blah and I talk to anybody. But if somebody totally. comes into me and they're excited and they embrace me, then I'm like, okay, let me. Let me step up to uh, to who they think that I am. But, you know, sometimes I have my days and I'm just, like, not in a good mood or just, like, going through a rough time, or a rough patch. But, yeah, it's it's tough to keep it up.
0: And, like, sometimes, like, not speaking about you, but, like, even, like, like big, like, when, when A-list celebrities, sometimes, even when you catch them, not being rude to, like, waitresses or, like, staff ever but like sometimes when they're rude to their fans that are just like so overly aggressive it's kind of funny like it's like i don't know what you expected when you walked up to them but like this is a regular ass person dude like they're still gonna react the same way that like you would yeah. if someone was just like up in your face or whatever so i think it's yeah. been funny sometimes
1: yeah i can only imagine i mean i'm barely even z-list if that i was on tv but for people who are very prominent i can just imagine like how it is for them if they have a bad day and they're just, like, really getting accosted by someone that's overly just zealous over the character that they they have. Because these actors, like, turn on people who they are not. Like, completely not. They have the ability to just snap in and out of character. But, you know, who they really are, none of us really know.
0: A hundred percent. That's so valid. I already feel, like, so weird. Like, I don't feel... Well known in any way, but even when one of my videos on TikTok like gets more than like a hundred thousand people watch it, sometimes I sit there, especially if I've like s- like smoked my bong or something, and I'm like, a hundred thousand fucking different people have seen me. I wonder who they are. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck are these people? It's so oh trippy when you think about it.
1: Damn, like I. I started my TikTok as a joke, like one of the guys is just like, dude, just get it. And so I started going on there. I started just like posting up different content, my, my, my personality and then one of them, like a couple of them popped and I'm just like, what the hell? Like, I don't, I don't even know. It still hasn't, it still hasn't hit me. I still, like, I haven't gone out that much to where I feel like, oh, like it's different, but it's enough to be like, oh, like I can see where this may have, created you know a space for its own monster
0: yeah
1: yeah like its own thing yeah yeah well it's all
0: the first time I get recognized I'm gonna feel like such a fucking material girl I don't care like I'm gonna be like Yes, like I fucking did something. Like let's go, Z list, F list. I don't care. I made it. Someone recognizes me.
1: That's when when you made it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. I'm sure
1: it'll happen. I'm sure it'll happen. If I ever see you, I'll just scream your name and I'll just hide as if. Hey, there we go.
0: Fuck yeah! I'll I'll be like yeah, hey, like as if I was the one that was on TV. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not. Well, so I'm getting ready to like get to the end of the interview because we've talked for a long time, which I'm super grateful for. And I'm going to post this around Thanksgiving. So we've already talked about what we do, but like what is your go-to can't have Thanksgiving without this food? Like what's your favorite thing from Thanksgiving?
1: Stuffing. Stuffing or dressing. That is absolutely my favorite food on the planet. Like I can have. I can have just that. If I don't have turkey, if I don't have anything else, I need stuffing. I, I, I need stuffing or dressing when it's not in the turkey. Dressing. I can have dressing until, you know, my belly falls off my body. Like, it it doesn't matter. That's my favorite have-to-have meal. What about you? Same.
0: It's the exact same. same. Yeah. Like I I've literally eaten like stovetop when I've had the stomach flu. Like I've eaten like that like stuffing because like I'm such a picky eater sometimes that like nothing will sound good at all, but stuffing with gravy on top, I'm fucking in anytime, especially Thanksgiving.
1: I forgot to say. Favorite. So so yeah, stuffing is my love language too. That's number 3.
0: There you go. Stuffing. That's added. Yeah. 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 Especially like a homemade stuffing. Like, it's like, are you kidding? Like, let's just stop the day.
1: Yeah. I have to. Yeah. I'm actually, yeah, I'm up here. Yeah. I'm gonna have to find a way to get it, but
0: stuff, stuffing's it. Stuffing's in it. I love it. So we're so similar. I love that. It's so interesting that like, you know, when you talk to someone, you can find out like all of the things that you have in common. Yeah. Thank you so much again for taking time. I hope that All everyone worries. like listening to this enjoys it as much as we did. And I'm glad that the third time like was the charm and we were able to successfully do this.
1: Yeah, that's what they say. No, I'm glad that we were uh, able to be flexible, even with the, the last minute change today. I know I had to shift it in an hour, but thank you for being flexible.
0: Totally. Yeah, no problem. So if you guys listen to this, follow nate on instagram or tiktok it's just at nate mitchell right
1: yeah it's like nate underscore mitchell 12 if i'm mistaken yeah, yeah
0: there we go so that's the specific type it in if you guys listen to this episode give either one of us feedback and let us know like if you connected with a certain part or you know if you vibed with it